got the uh, one for the um, Switch. Mm. Not the yarn one, but the other one. There's like two that are out right now. And one has Meta Knight in it, and that's literally all I cared about because, you know, I am a simp for Meta Knight. We all know this. We should all know this at this point. That's where the podcast is starting, right? Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We're Aaron. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm your host, Aaron, uh, the Supreme Overlord, simp for Meta Knight. Um, <laughs> your <laughs> local. Uh, library human. Goblin. Yes, your local library goblin who you always just find hiding in the heritage room, like hissing at people until they do what she wants. Um, <laughs> Dead people, mind you. This is the. Uh, You're looking for microfilm, I see. <laughs> you, I, I'll show you two of them if you solve my riddle. <laughs> That's, That's my vision of a heritage room goblin. A heritage room gets. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. All right. Give me a couple weeks Heritage until I'm Room sitting. Goblin. Yes. Aside from all of the incredible amount of Steam games that you've just purchased, oh, yeah, what are summer you playing? I bought 14. I'm trying yeah. try not to look. So what are you playing, reading, watching, enjoying entertainment-wise? Well. Of which we should be aware. Um, Reading-wise, well, um, uh, I, uh, hmm, how do I explain this the what? best way that I can? Um, so I was reading a fan fiction, yes. um, but yesterday, uh, AO3, so AO3 is an archive of our own, for people who do not know what that is, yeah. it is a donation-only funded website. Like, it is only funded through donations. Okay. Everything's yes. going smoothly over there, right? <sighs> I don't know. It's business because, no. as usual? No. Okay. <laughs> um, and so they're funded only through donations, and essentially, like, that's just how they operate. It's run by volunteers, too. Like, that is the main thing that you have to realize, that this is all done by volunteer people. Yeah. Um, they got ddos yesterday. What does that mean? So DDoS is a... It's basically an attack. It's, it's so hard to explain what a DDoS is. Uh, but... Essentially, a DDoS, it's a distributed denial of service. So basically, somebody can flood a server or a website with a whole bunch of internet traffic Mm -hmm. that essentially crashes the website to the point where you can't open it. Like, it just gives you a 404-503 error, so you can't... 404 meaning... Like, you go to the website, and it just pops up a blank screen that goes, sorry, we're broken, you can't use us right now. Okay, So, yes. uh, they got a DDoS attack yesterday by a bunch of people who wanted $30,000 in, like, Bitcoin or something like that. And the funniest part is, is I'm sitting there just going, so, you want to attack the only donation-funded website and ask for money, but they don't make money. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't make sense, but that's fine. Um, it finally actually just came up recently, like they just fixed it, but it took like over 20, around 24 hours. So it hours. interrupted your ability to continue reading the... Fan fiction? Yes. Fan fiction? Got So it. instead okay. I started reading stuff on my Kindle. Um, mm-hmm. However, all I have are these like BookBub. BookBub is a website that you can get books for like discounts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was reading some of the free books that I had gotten, and who oh boy, are they all just like, you can, what in the Wattpad did I just read? Oh, I see. So like, not how, very good? Or? I want to say not very good, but oh, like, okay. in the world of like writing it for fan fiction, mm-hmm. I could see it flying. Yeah. Like hardcore, because it's yeah. just like, for those who know book talk terms, it's very spicy. Like, those kind of things. Okay. But, like, in the sense of it actually being published, I want to know what type of person... Like, I know you can get them independently published, don't get me wrong. Sure. Yeah, that but I want to know what person read it and went, yeah, this will be a great story for people to read. I totally want to read a woman getting sold by her mafia family to a biker gang for absolutely no reason. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, what's the tone actually, of the book? I was going to say, actually, yeah. I would. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm reading honestly, it right now. Honestly, it sounds very J.R. Ward. It is very that's J.R. Like her Ward. Whole shtick. It's quite literally just called Ugly Beast. That's the um, whole entire title. Is she the supernatural romance? Yeah. She's yeah. The, yeah, yeah, she's the one that does all the uh, werewolf. Is it werewolf or vampire? Both. It's it's Because J.R. Ward is unhinged. But she, <laughs> she writes the ones that you're going to see all... 
Oh yeah, listen. The mom so, there is nothing more insane than white lady paranormal romance. Yeah, like, no, no. Like, the thing like, is, this isn't even paranormal romance. This is just your biker gang, like trying to like intimidate the mafia family, and then they're like, "Yeah, well, my second in command's daughter hasn't been married yet. So basically, she's nineteen, this is like and she's sons ne- of anarchy for readers, and she's never touched a man in her entire life. You can have her, and they're just like, "Yeah, you can have this guy right here." So what? What are what, I, what I'm seeing is is it's a it's a it's a there's levels there's biker there's bi- uh, biker slavery romance <laughs> then there's werewolf romance then there, then you get down to like Mothman and then finally Sasquatch and then that's when those exist though oh I know I know they exist don't talk very, to me about that until you I'm read very, the Ice Barbarian Planet Alien Romance uh, yeah, I'm very aware of Sasquatch romance novels well um, speaking of such things this week Chuck Tingle has taken over Twitter.com. <gasps> Oh, yeah, because oh, Camp did? Damascus yes. is coming out. Yeah, his book is coming out, so he's yes, taking over Twitter.com this week. Is, is this new book in the in the tradition of Chuck Tingle books? Or is no, it like it's a, something no, new. Uh, it's Camp, is it Camp Damascus, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like a it's a supernatural horror kind of thing, and it has an N.K. Jemison blurb on the front of it, and I was like, what in the Chuck Tingle is going on So here? he's tingling out of his comfort zone. <laughs> one might... One might Yes, put it that way. Uh, as far as what I am uh, entertained by lately, um, sorry, I'm like grabbing the conch here, um, which is still a phrase I really don't like. Anyway, um, I what am I watching right now? I'm buying it next month. Yeah, I'm putting it. In I'm the honestly right now. okay, so I'm honestly not watching anything, but I will like. I just finished watching something. Uh, a, since the last time we recorded and I mm-hmm. want to and I know everyone has probably already seen this it's not brand new news or anything but the new season comes out August 3rd so I'm just gonna scream and, and shout about it uh, I watched Heartstopper finally yay it is so good <laughs> is that what the, they're at the school yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah. I know. it's beautiful it's the, I think the thing that I really liked about it is that every episode is short sweet and simple and that it's not trying too hard um, you would think from the way that people talk about it that it is kind of either positively or negatively that it's like trying too hard to be cool or whatever. No, it's just telling a simple story of two boys who find each other way more attractive than they find anybody else. And it's sweet and complicated without being like complicated in the sense of their emotions are complex and it, the story recognizes that their emotions are complex without overcomplicating or burdening the plot to, to get all of that out. Mm-hmm. So unlike Love, Simon, which has to do all this work to make you really believe that this boy from an affluent neighborhood it could possibly still be in the closet, they just roll with it. They're like, all right, well, one of them is definitely still in the closet because being bi is kind of hard and then one of them is not in the closet. But he came out and it wasn't easy um, and it's still not easy so welcome to high school and I think anyone who's honest with themselves knows that high school's hard it doesn't matter what decade you go to high school so there you go um, I love Heartstopper <laughs> sorry my nose is being weird um, and then I'm reading Name of the Wind again I'm listening to it this time it's my first time listening to it and I honestly the audiobook narrator was sold to me as like, you know, the god of a thousand sons or something, and I don't really think he's that great. Um, but he's not, <coughs> he's doing an adequate job of reading a, a book that is not, I would feel like, if you get the wrong narrator for her, you would feel it. So, you see, he's not bad, he's doing well. Um, but So he's not the god of a thousand sons, he's like, the se- is he the seventh son of the seventh son? Yeah, I don't think he's even a son, like he's not okay. that great. But All he's right. not... He's not distracting from this story that I really, really love. He's not enriching it, but he's not distracting from it. So I, I'm fine with him reading it. Um, that makes my friend Addison really upset, I know, but I don't care. Um, Grant, what are you reading? What am I or reading? Or watching or playing? or? Uh, I mean, I'm doing all that stuff. Yes. Um, I'll work down the list. I'm playing Doom 2016. Okay. Gonna, um, You're playing? There's a Doom game? Doom. Doom oh, 2016. I, I, there, there is a big um, Dune. I know that RPG there's an RPG, RPG. Which I will, wait, I will snag. Wait. Which I will snack on day one. There's a what? There's yeah, a Dune, Dune RPG. RPG coming out. 
Did you All not right. know this? I'm just gonna go walk out into the middle of the street and wait for traffic <laughs> yep, to get busy. Yep, exactly. Like that's just crazy. All right. Um, yeah. Um, it I'm, comes I'm, out. I'm gonna cryogenically freeze myself on top. <laughs> Until that I'm, time. Honestly, yeah. when 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 Skyrim in, in the run up towards Skyrim coming up, I did sleep as much as possible just so I get to 11, 11, 11. That's her. That's brilliant. <laughs> Unrelated. I mean. So what are you reading? I. Hello, patron. <laughs> knocking on our door. Knocking on our door. Um, I just started um, The Invisibles, the series by Grant Morrison. Ooh. Um, it's, I've kind of heard it described as like his magnum opus. Really? Um, it's super long, so it's definitely a long-term commitment, but okay? I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Like it's Okay. I like, love Grant Morrison. Like, first issue, it's already pretty wild. Um, so... At this point, where there's like a near do well living in urban London, I think it is, or somewhere in Britain. I don't know. All of their yeah. cities are the same. <laughs> all the cities. It's all. It all. They all just meld into London. London, Greater London. I don't know. Interesting. Um, the Invisibles is what it's called. The Invisibles. Okay. Yes. Um. So and so you you start following him. He has these weird kind of uh, walking visions like you know in broad daylight and everything like his so like you do (laughs) yeah of course is he daydreaming is he is he psychic or something and then um you slowly start getting introduced to these other characters and the world or this other world that kind of exists under our world so so okay the invisibles are it's a secret society of of individuals who to, to, to like oversimplify it, they're fighting bad vibes, mm-hmm. like like the like like negative psychic, oppressive forces sure. in general. Sure. Like um, yeah, and and and, and, and it like gets into like the collective unconsciousness and stuff. And sure. Chaos magic, which is a whole topic. Interesting. And, which Grant Morrison himself is very much into. So he puts okay. that in there. Um, I don't think I ever knew that about him. Like like. Issue one, somebody um, somebody invokes the spirit of John Lennon, and that's pretty trippy. And they're, they're, I invoke the spirit of John Lennon. In the next one, there was like some gray aliens out of nowhere, still unexplained. So, so it, yeah, so like all these different things exist. Random use of gray aliens that I'm on board. Yeah, and there was a really cool passage where this um, older kind of mentor character was talking to our protagonist and uh, he was describing cities and like how cities were a virus that started and then like spread and they're like sapping our, our collective psychic energy and everything <laughs> and, but you need to harness the, the you, need, you need to harness the spirits of, of the city and the energy of the city it, but it's really interesting it's kind of scattershot because it's all just starting yeah but it's really interesting so far that I'm is enjoying very I love Grant Morrison because he does weird so mm-hmm. well. And it's all on Hoopla. Or at least I think the entirety of it's on Hoopla. Really? So, yeah. Well, well, now it belongs to me on my Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's also on Hoopla? Hmm. Comic books. Well, that is a comic book. Yes, it is. <laughs> do, you, do you think Grant, they actually paid attention this whole time? I was going to say, Grant Morrison is a comic book master. Um, Has he written any like novels or anything outside of comic books? Um, I know he's written some nonfiction things to do with superheroes and why they're important, or like what they say about us. And I think he has, has one novel that is not a comic book. That came out a couple of years ago. I can't remember what it's called, but okay, yeah. but like listen though, I was getting somewhere with my point. Yes, I'm sorry, Karen. That, you know, it's on Hoopla. Comic books are on Hoopla, but do you want to know what's also on Hoopla? Yeah, manga. Manga. Why Meaning. would you bring that up? Yeah. Because it's today's topic. <laughs> Yay! Oh, oh, nice. You know, manga is a fantastic. Because I mean, like we have like graphic novels, we have comics. Mm-hmm. We still haven't actually really talked about manga and like our favorite mangas or like what we like, what we hate. We have not had an, a manga episode, so I think. So we this do is that. our manga episode. Yeah. Is there a fungus among us? <laughs> Anyways, ignore. That was that was a terrible. Leave. Point. So as a, okay, so <laughs> distinguish for the audience because we all three of us know the difference between the two. But I run into this all the time with young people who love, 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 love My Hero Academia because they just do. Uh, they don't understand that the anime that they are 
legally or illegally watching, um, comes from somewhere. 99.9% yes. of the time. Yes. Um, so can you help us understand the audience, the difference between a manga and an anime? A manga and an anime? Yeah. Well, manga is in nine times out of ten. This, <laughs> this is not often, always the case because there are mm-hmm. some that start out as vice versa as I get there. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah. Looking at you, Miyazaki. Anime. Uh, <laughs> Anime is an offshoot of a manga. A manga is a... I, I, I want to say the word graphic novel, but it technically is not. It's a, it's a different... It's its own... It's its, it's own like, genre it's like of things. Book. Kind of, but not really. Um, manga are created in Japan by specifically, Japanese... Specifically, yeah. Specifically in Japan. Japanese, that is where yeah. the term manga comes from. Yeah. It is specifically created... By Japanese authors and um, creators, yeah. and creators, um, which is why Avatar: The Last Airbender is not an mo- anime. I'm sorry, Carrie. Thanks. <laughs> um, to get to continue that onward, um, there's also the Korean offshoot of manga, which is called manhwa. Oh, I know. and it is okay. they're in, they are similar in different ways. However, both of them touch different genres, mm. and um, anime. It, while it is Japanese as a title, and it typically refers to Japanese manga as where it pulls source material from, yeah, yeah, um, there are some that come from Korean manhwas and also. Oh, um, okay, that's cool. I don't and that. uh, there are some animes which are created from American Western groups oh okay it's it's a style yeah. and it's a type right um, so it's not specifically just by like it right. may be predominantly by japanese um, creators but the not main thing especially to go on your point because you were just saying like avatar is not an anime um you're not wrong <laughs> but you're not right either because here's here's the thing it's the way that it's animated yeah, that makes it's it not, different. Yeah, it's it not animated way, like an anime. It is drawn differently. Yeah. And that's how you can tell the difference. Um, anime has a different, like, I want to say je ne sais quoi about how it looks and if how it If you want to know the difference between, for me, I mean, I could be wrong yes. about this, but if you want to know the difference between Avatar The Last Airbender and any anime on the planet, just look at the way that the creators drew the hair. Yes. Look in anime, way. hair is always unhinged AF. It's always gravity defined. Yes. I have a, I have a question. Uh, so yes. So what? Why is it that that manga is dictated by the country of origin, but anime is more? Is it's dictated by a stat, a stat Because properties. over time, mm. anime has evolved in yeah. the genre that it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, if we want to be really accurate, we could say that. Um, Graphic novels are the Americanized, westernized version of uh, manga because it's kind of. You know, of, I've if, never thought of that before. If you want to, yeah. if you want to, like go that reach, that's the easiest way to describe it. I would. Agree However, there is a difference between manga and graphic novels specifically in the fact that graphic novels have more action. They're more action oriented. As opposed to... Um, like, overall, like yes. would you say that graphic novels tend to... And I think this they has They focus more the on last... action scenes. Well, manga is much more serialized. Yes. It's, a graphic Mon- novel is a Ma- single piece of work. Yes. Uh, that's a stretch. Well, that's they, a they, major they, they stretch. Can, they can be co-op. Well, even well, like Watchmen was issued and it was split up. So is The Invisibles. Almost every comic book. But The Invisibles ever isn't a graphic novel. I don't see no. Here's <laughs> but is the okay. invisible technically I'm gonna, a comic? I'm gonna yeah. So technically I'm go, wouldn't I, it be I am quibbling. I am quibbling because because <laughs> I am only quibbling because Neil Gaiman quibbles and if anyone can has the right to quibble, it's the guy who created Sandman. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, I follow him on Tumblr and he's fantastic. When he started out, him, Grant Morrison, Alan Moore, all of them. And all of their stuff, like their great works, were all serialized. Mm -hmm. So for them, they're like, it's comic books. We read comic books. But then, by the time they were all popular, like a decade into their careers, people would walk up to them at parties and be like, so you wrote that graphic novel. You don't write write comic books. And he was just like, what? what?" (laughs) Now, I grant you, 
that graphic novel, the definition of graphic novels, has expanded to such yes. a point. That's something kind like, of the main... Something like Saga, for example, right? Saga, I think, has... Because it doesn't serialize quite in the same way. I mean, it kind of serializes. Yeah, they're, they're, link, they're lengthy installments. Yeah, they're meant to be big, epic, multi-part, multi-volume stories in, in a way that is similar to manga. I would say that mm-hmm. manga and comic books... Like old school comic books and manga have way more in common. Yes, absolutely. Than how we think of graphic novels now. Yeah. Yeah. The even culture though, of it too is even like more insane. If you like want to go in that but direction my, as my well. My question, I think about that is like uh-huh. because manga is huge in terms, of, and when I say huge, I mean like the number of genres, genres that manga, the style and the, the absolutely can serialize. Yes, has always been. Massive, whereas yes. I think the diff like with American comic books, mm-hmm. the superhero was the name of the day for decades, and it took yes. it took. We're only like just recently like getting out of that. Yeah, like it, it's yes. all superheroes. And it, it started with a bunch of you know British national obsessives going, "Hey, we want to write comic books," and then writing comic books that weren't superhero oriented, and that changed the shape of things. But we're still like. We are only just now getting to a point where we're not superhero heavy and that most people who read graphic novels aren't reading superheroes or they're not exclusively reading superheroes, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Whereas with manga, manga readers, I mean, you have people it, who It just... depends on which genre you like of manga because there are yeah. so many different genres of manga. You have your shonens, and yes. your shonens are... Yes, I, I was going to say terms. So, so that's your, like... That's your, like... It's so hard to Would explain. it be easy to say just magical boy for shonen? And then Shoujo is Magical Girl, or is that too oversimplified? No, because Shoujo is not Magical Girl. Oh, never mind. Uh, Shonen (laughs) is basically... It's usually... that's. It's typically a young male protagonist is usually what a shonen is. But that's oh, where you... so it can be anything. It doesn't have to be action-oriented. It's just shonen right. is for young boys. Um, right. Got primarily, it. though, if you're talking about it in terms of anime, it's things that target a young male audience. Sure. Um, so that's your things like your My Hero Academias, your One Punch Mans, your Naruto's. Bleach. Bleach. Yeah. In, um, I want to say Inuyasha, but in actuality, Inuyasha really goes more towards the female. <laughs> I was going to say, Inuyasha um, was the shonen that became a shoujo. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Um, uh, uh, however, in anime, uh, there's also other things such as, um, gosh, what do I want to call it? Seinen's, which is also more towards male audiences as well. That's which, like adult male, though, isn't it? Or yeah, is that's that like that? Berserk in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Shoujo is technically towards female audiences. However, um, the main thing that you should know when we say like shonen, seinen, shoujo, those kind of things, mm-hmm. that's just the target audience. There's still genres that go along within that. Oh, so, so that's like... Okay, so that's audience. It's like it's like saying YA or middle grade or yep. adult, but but the the main okay. thing is like within shonen, you have like My Hero Academia, which is a slice of life high school manga that has action adventure superheroes, right? Yeah, right. But in that shit same genre, you have Naruto, ninjas, fantasy world, mm-hmm. like historical periods. Those kind mm-hmm. of things, right? Mm-hmm. So those are two completely opposite ends. And then you also have One Piece, you know, fantasy, Fruit. pirates, yeah, those kind of things. Fruits Baskets. Fruits yeah. Baskets technically shoujo. shoujo. Because shonen, the yeah. main character is, is a female. Yeah, right. And it's technically targeted towards female audiences. Now, that is a fantasy manga. However, it's also technically slice of life. Because it yeah. De- yeah. while there is a lot of drama... Involved. The fantasy element is dialed to, to, all, like, the, way all the way up. The um, <laughs> angst is also dialed all the all way up. Yeah, that's true. The tears that you cry after you reach like volume thirteen and continue onwards oh, goes okay, okay. all the way up. I was gonna say this is um, gonna be one of those slow burns, isn't it? Because volume one was pretty slow burn. No, so I was surprised and, to find out. So the difference between like the manga having that and then you have your anime Mm -hmm. is the anime usually derives from the manga Mm -hmm. as a way to entice people to read it oh that's interesting like so that's intentional i didn't it's almost intentional a lot of times though like so for example i i will use fruits basket as a major example because of 
what happened to it recently, like in the last last couple years or so. So initially, so Fruits Basket came out. Mm -hmm. Fruits Basket had like 11 or 12 different books, and then the anime came out initially, like in the early 2000s. I want to say early 2000s. I think it's like late 2000s. Yeah. But it's around that frame, mid-2000s, whatever. Yeah. That anime, the original anime, is only from the first three books. Oh, that anime covers the first three books. Interesting. So then they had to complete and, it by doing a new series? Thing, or? No. So usually what happens is after that first season, there's absolutely nothing else. Like, it's usually just that first season. And that's used to entice people to go back and go read all the rest of the manga. Especially because during that time, and you see this now with My Hero Academia and stuff, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit better now because they'll come out in, like, the books and everything as yeah. and anime is continuing onwards to continue on with it. Yeah. Um my brain just went like <laughs> 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 um, but like you read them and it's supposed to entice you to go read the rest of the books to get you to get you to, to the buy ne- them. To wait for the next to get you to buy them. Um. Or in the case of serialized manga, so it comes out in like Shonen Jump. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the, yeah, it's to get you to ca- be caught up at some point, so you have to go back and you have to go get all the back issues and read onwards. Oh, uh, so it's a giant marketing scheme. It's a giant marketing That's thing. Japan. Um, uh. <laughs> and so you see that with, um, like, especially with shoujos, mm-hmm. and I will say... Shonen is a little bit better on this because the action adventure anime, and I'm going to say this completely wholeheartedly, and everyone else can disagree with me, but I know I'm right. Um, the shonens will have more of an option to continue onwards. Yeah. Especially if it's action adventure oriented, and all of those will continue just getting episodes after episodes, and we're gonna totally. Like, I mean, Bleach is a perfect Bleach, example of that. Bleach, Naruto, Naruto, Death well, Note. Well, the big, yeah, the big the ones. big ones. Yeah, they're like all, all of those are action adventures. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But even. then you have your shoujos <laughs> who are also really big. So your Yuri on Ice. You have Haikyuu, Sailor Moon, Fruits Basket. Um, not really Sailor Moon because Sailor Moon did continue on for a hot bit there, but. That one had action adventure in it. The ones yeah, that are right. all slice of life yes. or romancy yeah. usually only have one season, and then you have to go buy the rest of the books to continue. Oh on. yeah, it's the okay. same thing. So I put Orin High School Host Club the manga into the collection because I donated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had the first season. The books that I donated donated to you cover that first season. There will never be a second season of that anime. Really? No. That's really There will never weird. be a second season. Okay, so of the that action anime. adventure ones tend to get the full treatment, yeah. whereas the um, mm-hmm. slice of life ones. And this is just me watching it from observation. But honestly, if you think about it from the marketing but that's perspective, a marketing perspective, that's perspective, really that's smart. That's really smart. Because the action adventure ones, like we say, the, they're the big ones, right? The ones yeah. that everybody's kids are screeching about at the top of their My Hero Academia, I'm looking at the, you specifically. Are the action adventure ones. Yes. Which is makes it really funny when, <laughs> because Bleach came back, and everyone's like, Everyone who had written Bleach off, they were like, oh yeah, I hate Bleach. Who Nobody watches Bleach anymore. You're basic if you watch Bleach, right? Everyone, every single one of them to a person is like, oh yeah, you watch the new Bleach, dude. It's awesome. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then they start telling me about it. And I'm like, so the formula is exactly the same? (laughs) I will take that with you and I will also raise you with Dragon Ball. Oh, oh. Dragon Ball does the exact same thing. Where, um, I don't know if anybody else is familiar with Dragon Ball, but I grew up on it. I I grew up with it because my cousin <clears throat> my cousin would watch it and we'd watch mm-hmm. it late at night. I had no idea what was going on other than <laughs> no. people were punching so each other. I literally but. watched it not from the full beginning because I was way too young for the beginning, but because of my brothers, I watched it from beginning to like whenever it got off Toonami. Like oh. I watched it religiously. Yeah, it was and a big one. When you talk about it, people are kind of do the same thing where they just kind of like write it off. Mm-hmm. But as soon as a new movie comes out, because they're still pumping out content for this decades later, you have everybody rushing to box office to go see it. Yep. It's a disease. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Granted, the um, live action Dragon Ball was horrendous. We 
I've actually, that's the only thing I've ever heard about the live action Dragon Ball. I went and saw it in theaters. So. It was absolutely the worst thing I ever saw in my entire life. I'm sorry. But, like, I mean that in, like, the best way possible, but, like, they totally make everything, like. Didn't they just have Piccolo as some guy in Greece? Yes! And... No, the main thing. <laughs> it was, it's called Dragon Ball Evolution, and the Dragon Balls are in it, and they're all in high school. It's like a high school AU of Dragon Ball, and it makes no sense. So, with manga... Yeah. Um, what are some common components? I mean, mm-hmm. as much as you can go, because, like, as we were saying, it it's, de- there's so many genres. It depends. Um, okay. Um, so, if we go with shonen, so I will just use the most, like, popular thing that I can. Yeah. Shonen, usually you have your... Your, you know, your young male protagonist. And this protagonist is typically usually in high school because it, that person usually, or high school age. Yeah. Naruto is a little bit of an exception because he was 12 when he started in, yeah. the, in the show. Yeah. But, like, usually 12, 13, high school age. Yeah. And you see this also with, like, Death Note because Light Yagami is technically a high schooler at that point, I think. Oh, yeah, he's totally high school. He's, I like, 17. He's studying to go to college, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, like, 17 or something. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. you usually have your male protagonist. Um, usually there is some type of heavy action type going on. Um, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. You usually have somebody fighting over something. There's of usually course. some type of corruption plot. Okay. Sure. Um, so, for example, in My Hero Academia, there's a whole entire. Um, I'm I'm trying so hard not to spoil it. Um, there's like subplots with like um, some of the higher ups in the hero industry. That's also yeah. a problem. But then there's also you know the main stories about the kids. Um, there's um, some type of corruption. The main corruption I can think of that's the most mainstream that everybody should probably already know about if they know My Hero Academia is Todoroki's dad being the number two hero. Like, the highest up, one of the highest ranking heroes and he's an absolute horrible person to his children. <laughs> oh no, you just spoiled the whole thing. Now what am I going to do? How am I, I ever totally going to watch it? I totally didn't even spoil the whole no. entire thing. I know, I'm just If you kidding. watch the rest of it, you'll understand why. <laughs> I that's don't even, that's I don't like, even know what that means. <laughs> no, that, like, he, like, literally I don't literally know who trained. Todoroki is. <laughs> he's the half and half kid. He's got half white hair, half red hair. Oh, I've seen his picture. Yes. Um, <laughs> his father basically grooms him to become, like, the most, like popular hero and he trains him horribly and it's like basically like borderline um ca but um so you have some type of corruption or type of like scandal going on in naruto that can be prefaced by the fact that all the jinkiriki which is all the little uh demon people like demons hiding inside all the different like main characters Mm -hmm. all of them are actually weapons of mass destruction being hidden inside Uh, people used as a failsafe Sure. To protect the villages. Right. But nobody really knows that. Or you could go with Sasuke's route where his whole entire family is uh, staging a coup and he's actually technically... And so his brother actually kills them So like the, the coup. Okay, so like the corruption plot in um, Brotherhood would be the whole homunculus thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the... There's usually it. some type of corruption uh, plot or some type of like conflict plot that goes along in there that just kind of... Yeah. Makes the storyline go on. Okay. So homunculus. <laughs> yes. You usually have <laughs> so, um, if you go the anime route, you usually have a lot of filler, and a lot of filler usually includes a beach episode. I'm not kidding. I know. <laughs> Bleach. And then Even you, Avatar has a beach episode. Yes. Yes. That's, um, oh, you are really trying to force out the last ever to be an anime, right? And then there's usually... Um, and I want to say this as nicely as possible, but I don't want the fangirls to come for me. There's usually some type of romance that comes on, and while everyone wants it to be the male-male romance, it's usually straight... Um, oh well of course because the one thing that it's fascinating to me about manga and anime is how unafraid of homoerotic tendencies they are no yeah but when it comes to the to the romance of the story it's always hetero and I'm like what is going on? Or even just gender roles. They don't actually... The, the gender roles are not very strict at all. I mean, one of the most incredible and fascinating things about Fruits Basket is when, um, in the first volume, when What's-His-Name shows up to... Um, they're planning a school event, and they're like, oh my god, he should dress as a girl um, in order for us to sell more um, rice cakes or whatever. Was it Momiji? Was it? No. No, I... Wasn't. Was it Yuki? 
It was Yugi. Yeah. He's the only one that was sitting like a girl. They're like, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. And he goes, yeah, sure, I guess. And no one makes fun of him for it. No. Except himself. He like right. clowns himself. He's like, oh, do I have to walk around right. like a girl? And they're like, yeah, but you agreed to do it. And all of the girls are like, oh my God, he's still so pretty. <laughs> no, yeah, like, like that's kind of like the whole entire thing. Um, <laughs> that so would you, never happen So you American usually have a romance book, in there. And, and the most hilarious part is every single time there is a romance, though, especially if it's a male-female romance, the author usually tells you that he sucks at writing females. And then also says that um, he sucks at writing romance, and then he constructs like this romance that you see that's just happening, and everyone totally can get it from the storyline. So yes, I'm looking at you, Kishimoto of Naruto. I don't write females very well. Here you go. It seems like such a strange. Granted, to be honest, though, he does not write females very well because you know there's I have some caveats there. Interesting. Okay. Well, at least Um, he's. Honest? So he's completely honest about that. And yet somehow he was able to write one of the biggest mangas and animes of yep. all time. See that that just that's that's just It's kind of sick. Yeah, isn't? and he quite literally has <laughs> the most popular male female ship in the entire universe. Gross. Like uh, well it's no tuxedo mask and say that. No, but like for like Nothing year is. decades running, <laughs> like Sasuke and Sakura, despite the fact that they had never actually interacted with each other for years in this this manga, yeah. were still the number one ship in Japan for like the longest time. Made no sense. But here it was. Um, so you usually have that. That's usually some characteristics of a shonen. Um, I don't really read a lot of seinen, so I don't read a lot of Berserk or JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because I'm more into my slice of life. But um, yeah. I presume because essentially because they're targeting a male audience... I would assume that they kind of hit the same, like, boxes, but at a higher level because it's more adult-oriented, so you can put a whole lot more, like, adult context in there. more and more, more sexy um, and more, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, for shoujo, you usually have, and I'm going to use one of my favorites for this, um, I'm going to use Hanayori Dango, which is Boys Over Flowers for people who don't actually know what that is. Sure. Um, the premise of the whole entire manga slash anime slash the thousands of iterations because it got turned into live actions multiple times and the two main characters who play the main two the main and female main male and female character actually got married in the Japanese one okay like they they are legitimately married now which we all knew would happen we were all excited about it but anyway interesting um there's usually some that's set in high school um there's usually some male um, protagonist mm-hmm. along with your female protagonist sure that she's falling in love with obviously that she falls in love with or she does not at first and it just depends on which oh. it, um, manga that you're looking at and sure. specifically to Hana Yoridango she does not fall in love with him because he's her bully oh um, so that's interesting he's, so there's a thing called the F4 and that's like the flower four so they're the the four richest people in this whole entire school because it's a school for rich people. Sure. Um, and they have this thing where if you cross them in any way, shape, or form, you'll open your locker and you'll get a note in your locker and that tells everyone that they are full game and they can bully you and they basically bully you out of school. The main character of Hanayori Dango, um, she is um, the only poor student and she's on a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's very strong, bullheaded. And as soon as she sees the note in her locker, she's like, LOL, I don't care, and continues just on with her day. She actually really has a crush on the second male protagonist. Oh, because So there's usually a second male protagonist. Yeah, that's true. In this, like, universe that you could say... um, However, if it's a magical girl shoujo manga, so, like, you're... uh, uh, mermaid melodies, your sailor moons, those kind of things. Yeah. There's usually something that, you know, changes you. Like, obviously, there's some type some of... Kind like, of transformation. There's or, a transformation of the girl to go yeah. to her magical form. In Mermaid Melody, she has a microphone, and she uses, she'll go into the water, and she turns into a mermaid. Oh, that's And she cool. actually, in her magical power, she basically sings songs like a siren, and it causes the other... Um, um, evil characters to like cr- like cringe because it hurts their ears That's even though it does sound fantastic brilliant and 
that's what makes them go away. In Sailor Moon, oh. you have something similar where there's a compact. She uses the compact oh, yes, right. to change yes. forms. Yes. And then she, with her power of her friends, use their little uh, powers of the sun and stars yes. to defeat whatever the bad guy is at that moment. Yes. Yes. Um, that's kind of like shoujo in a nutshell is there's usually some type of conflict there's a female protagonist and usually there is a male protagonist and that male protagonist can either be somebody who protects her or she protects him vice versa Mm. so in mermaid melody uh usually the main male character i think his name is like kaito or something like that he is usually always in trouble in some way shape or form and she has to transform to go save him because she doesn't want him to figure out that she's a mermaid or anybody else is a mermaid right and so she has to go do that and then she has to go run away to go protect herself um um in momote lollipop which is a manga shoujo manga that i've read um she the main female character there is your two male leads yeah that also come with you on the journey she accidentally swallows a pearl that was on top of her cake like she thought it was a decoration or she Mm -hmm. thought it was like an edible decoration but it turns out that the pearl that she ate was actually a pearl being used by wizards who were from a different dimension (laughs) and they were using (laughs) 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 and they were using the pearl as um an exam where they had these different wizards and they all came up into pair came down to earth in pairs and the whole entire goal was to pass their exam they had to find the pearl and protect it and keep it for like a set amount of time mm-hmm. but because she's eaten the pearl and the pearl can't basically digest itself and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it they instead have to protect her because she has no magical powers whatsoever and so all of these different like things are going after her and there's all of that you have wow. wait 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 a second. maybe i missed something so, <laughs> so so she eats the pearl yeah it's gonna make its way out no it's not no she still has it it, is Why it dissolves into pearl. her body and so now oh, she's basically the pearl Okay, so she it, oh she becomes fuses the pearl. Oh. Yeah, so basically fuses with her, so she can't get rid of it. And eventually, it gets to the point where they try. Okay. Uh, one of the evil guys tries to actually take it out of her at some point, and there's like a whole entire thing. Mm. And uh, the two male leads um, are like, "Oh, that's cool," because they protected her, so they passed their exam. And so the pearl yeah. does eventually, through the the magical power after the exam, come out like via her heart and so yeah. she has it she gives it back to them so they can pass their exam and then they all like code their separate ways but she's in love with one of the characters and so he makes his way slowly back down and then there's a happily ever after involved oh. and you usually have some especially with shoujo mm-hmm. some type of happily ever after with shonen that does not matter <laughs> moral of the story don't put pearls on top of cakes <laughs> moral of the story um so yes um, what is the appeal for someone who's never like, you know? Ooh, I like this question. You know, someone who's never like, I'm dipping my toe in, so I'm fine, and I'm surrounded by nerds, so I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I, you know, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'll get there eventually, and I'm there, and I'm like slowly going my way. But for someone who is not aware of this, who is listening to this podcast and learning for the very first time all these terms in this entire universe, mm-hmm. what? is the appeal to that kind of reader for manga specifically yeah um so i'm gonna put this in the easiest way possible that i can which obviously is not that easy but i'll try my best (laughs) um what i personal what i personally like about manga is (laughs) the fact that so yes with graphic novels and comics you have pictures Manga also has the pictures, and I don't know what it is, and personally this is me, I get nauseous if I look at color pictures for too long on on the page, and I don't know why. Manga is black and white, so there's that, but there's visual context to what's happening is the main point of where I'm getting. Mm -hmm. There's a visual, like, and this depends on if you're reading it, like, right to left, like, left to right, I think is... The normal, yeah, left to right is the normal way that we read it. Yeah, we, yeah. we read left to right. If you read it the opposite direction, like, it doesn't matter which way you read it, essentially. There's, like, a set path to how you're supposed to read the manga. Yeah. Usually, if you hit the back of the book first, it'll tell you you're yeah, going you're the wrong, wrong way, way. But it'll also tell you the order in which you're supposed to read the panels. Yes. As well. That's true. Um, but there's usually some type of visual context. And the greatest part, I think, about manga is 
even if like there's a whole lot of text involved, there's a lot of show don't tell that's mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, one aspect that I can talk about specifically is, so in Naruto, there's an exam arc where they have to take an exam to continue onwards in their ninjaship, and um, there's a scene specifically, and I mentioned the scene specifically because I think in both the manga and the anime it does a fantastic job. Uh, one of the characters, Sasuke, has just been bitten, and he's been given, like, a cursed seal that mm-hmm. basically, like cuts off all of his power in a slight way and so he can't do anything yeah but he's like i'm still gonna go do this anyways why not i can do whatever i want sakura who is like basically in love with this guy at this point yeah is like for your best interest i'm going to bow out of this whole entire thing so our team has to leave so you can't do this like you're literally destroying yourself and i don't want to see it Mm. and so she starts to raise her hand in the manga, all you basically see is her hand raise and then like a slap, like down. And then you, the next panel, you see after the slap, you'll see him holding her arm and being like, absolutely not, you can't do this. Uh... You see that happen in the anime too. And that's like the best case of like a show don't tell. Mm-hmm. Because instead of saying, no, he said, and then you have like this wall of text that describes the fact that he just slapped down her hand, mm-hmm. you just have picture, picture, picture. Sure. And it takes, like, a whole lot of, like, guesswork out of going, how is that supposed to be visualized? It's literally right in front of you. You can see the yeah. character literally doing this. Yeah. Um, the dialogue between the characters also helps because if it's visualized, you can see their facial expressions. As they're... You yeah. can pull from that of going, okay, so maybe there's something going on. Yeah. I like to read manga really fast. So I get a lot of my stuff even if I don't read from the context clues of the picture. So not only am the greatest part about manga is not only am I reading it, like actually getting reading comprehension, but I'm also getting facial recognition and context along with that as different learning tools that I can use. So in a conversation, I can see like different types of facial expressions and go, oh, this is what this might mean in the context of a situation. And yeah. you see this as also as a literary tool in like movies and TV shows yeah. and cartoons and da, 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 da. and I think that's one of the greatest parts about manga. Mm. It's not scary and you your child does not read less or learn less if they read a manga over a book. In fact, yeah. I believe that they learn about the same amount. Sure. And, and by that caveat, I would also say video games is the same thing, especially if you do something that's story-rich like a Final Fantasy or a Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. There's often a lot of context that can be taken from visual cues yeah. that you can use in like later on like your SATs, your ACTs, whatever, to be able to describe certain things. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's like the best part about manga for somebody who's never actually read it Mm. i would recommend like taking a look into one of the more lighter-hearted ones that has less volumes oh such as uh not something like one piece no offense to anyone who loves yeah don't start with one piece do not start with one piece (laughs) don't start unless you're really into pirates don't start with like naruto don't start with full metal alchemist those are huge undertakings that are almost like alchemist is only 20 like, what, 30? Well, Full Metal Alchemist might be okay. Yeah, it's only 30 like, issues, and it's a complete Like, Full art. Metal Alchemist might yeah. be fine. Yeah. Like, because those are, like, 20 books. That is yeah. easily doable, but if it's something like One Piece, Naruto... Bleach. Fairy Tale, who are all, like, oh. hundreds yeah, of different, tale. like, hundreds of volumes or, yeah. like, yeah. huge amounts. Like, mm-hmm. I think Naruto made it to, like, 90-something volumes at the very oh, end. Yeah. wow. Like... That's a lot of undertaking, and that is a lot of context that you have to know. And especially, like, it's great that they're finished, but, but that's very that's a lot to yeah, that's a big get in there. It's I like would trying also, to start the wheel of time, and you've never read a fantasy, right? I would also say, <laughs> Don't like, do it. It's also like jumping into like a Harry Potter book and not knowing exactly what's going on for a while because you jumped in there. You've jumped in like the third book. Yeah, maybe don't do that. So it's kind <laughs> of like doing that. Um, it's a lot. I would recommend personally um, one visiting your local library and seeing if they have a manga collection, mm-hmm. and then two when you're visiting their lo- their collection because one you don't have to pay for it, and two usually they'll have the first volume of something, and if not, they can get it for you. Yeah. 
pull out a couple different the first two volumes of a manga read the first two volumes and see if it clicks for you yeah because that's how you're going to find the best genre for you in a manga yeah so for example i started reading bungo straight dogs and i started watching it i absolutely adore it however for some weird reason i can watch one piece but i can't read the manga i can't get into it oh interesting okay because i feel like it's just way too much to like go off of yeah sure but i read the first two volumes and that's how i'm able to get that oh okay so i would recommend that cool Libraries. (laughs) Um, Do you have a question for us? Uh, I do. One of them I think we've done already, but I'm just going to ask it. And if we have done it before, I'm going to throw it away. Um, Would you rather paperback or hardcover? Paperback. Uh, um, um, That doesn't surprise me. Actually, paperback. um, (laughs) Actually, there's actually... manga, of course. No, no, there's a reason behind it. Uh, When I was a kid... uh, my parents and I uh, would know the difference between if it was our book or the library book because the library book would be hardcover and we would have paperbacks. Oh. So that's how we would be able to tell the difference. And so now I just buy paperbacks because it's just easier if I... I am a hardcover queen. I have become much, much more amenable to paperbacks I also, than I used to be. But... Depending on the hardcover, I sometimes don't like the texture of the hardcover because it mm-hmm. feels weird. And... When I was a child, um, I didn't like the dust jacket because I didn't like it coming off all the time, so I would just remove it. I love a good dust jacket. So, like, <laughs> I don't mind them now, and especially because, like, you're reading it in a no. library book and it's just automatically, like, taped there and it yeah, can't come with, off. Yes, yes. It's but, much, like, yes, as a child yes. reading, I absolutely disliked it because, like, they fall off, and I hate that. So I would just remove them, and then I'd lose the dust jacket. So, therefore, just paperbacks. That's fair. Yeah, I like I like to display hardcovers, like. But for me, when I actually want to sit down, something I, I want some mobility. Like I, it's sometimes it's awkward to hold a huge book. And as yeah. far as the dust jackets go, sometimes I just take them off while I'm reading, put them back. Also, on. might if it's, I if it's a might I also meant by saying Kindle. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, honestly, I think my this this taste for paperbacks, and this is gonna sound weird to people who've read science fiction and fantasy for decades and who went through the whole paperback era of sci-fi and fantasy where like you if you wanted to know a new author you always they always published the paperback first to see if they would sell and then they would publish hardcover um this happened with game of thrones wheel of time all of them because they they fantasy was not a juggernaut thing so they didn't know until they figured it out anyway i hate big books in paperback I also don't like mass market because it's like too I don't like mass market I like mass market if it's small like if it's a shorter book like 300 pages is a perfect paper book size, paperback size size for me but bigger than that it just gets a little not unwieldy but it, it may be it just feels wrong in my hand whereas like the hardcovers you know it's a big book and it's a hard. Of course, it should feel weighty. It'll fit in your hand better than mine. It fe- and maybe it's because my maybe it's because of the shape of my hands. That's probably true. Their size or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, honestly, my preferred form at this point is audiobooks. So <laughs> I, I like my Kindles now because it's just I find it easier to read it and I don't get distracted as easily if I'm reading it on my phone. Because oh, you know, you know, like your phone addis- addiction slash your Kindle addiction addiction or your tablets or whatever, like you're addicted to your technology or whatever. Yeah, I can see that being. I've just decided to embrace that and instead yeah. just start reading it on my phone slash Kindle because then I'm just like going through and I'm like yeah. reading it and I can knock out a forty chapter book in like a day. Nice. By reading it on my phone. Nice. Would it-